After further review, as this is one of Frank's favorite songs. Do not listen to him. He is selling you snake oil. We don't sell snake oil, but we provide an entertaining and thought-provoking sports show on 88.3 WXUT. Saturdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. And sometimes we provide a life lesson. Ain't that right, Frank? Life lesson, my ass. Don't be a hater. And tune in to AFR Saturday mornings, 11 to 1 on WXUT. time it is when you hear that siren it's time for frank's power play frank you ready to take it away man all righty derek thank you very much i want to start with something that happened wednesday night that kind of goes along with something that you and i have talked about at nauseum here and that is nbc promoting the product that they're showing and that's the stars of the nhl and Wednesday night, they actually did something that they had never done before, airing a game in the regular season between two Canadian teams, and it was in between the Winnipeg Jets and the Toronto Maple Leafs in Winnipeg, and I thought that this is something that they have to do. They've got to promote their stars, and of course, both teams have stars. I mean, the Leafs have John Tavares, Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, the Jets have... Patrick Line, Mark Shifley, and others as well. And I thought this was a great move. And this is a tweet from uh, Richard Deitch of The Athletic. He said that it may hurt them in the short-term ratings because not many people in the United States pay attention unless you're diehards. I think it helps them in long-term growth. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I do totally agree with that. And once again, welcome Scott and Diana. They're watching us here on the uh, Facebook Live. You do will see the back of my head because of how the studio is set up. But you'll see Frank's beautiful face. But the fact is, yes, the, the NHL needs to work on their product placement and how they promote it. I think the NHL is a great product, but for some odd reason, they won't promote it. And then the hockey fanboys get all upset. They wonder why the NBA gets more covers than them. But well, that's part of the reason why. But know. as I've mentioned, NBC at the start of the season I thought was making a great move with their national coverage, doing Wednesday night hockey, doing like double doing Wednesday night double headers. You had you had uh, Toronto and Winnipeg. Hey, plus you're doing a West Coast game later on that night. I thought that was a great move, and in their commercials, they're always saying featuring star players. Mm-hmm. I mean that I said, you know. That's a step in the right direction. And Stars drive professional leagues. Exactly. And this was actually the right move on their part. So that's a good move. I mean, the, showing the two Canadian teams at night, there might be some short-term negative effects, but long-term, it's going to pay dividends. Right. And then we'll kind of move on to the uh, something that's been this whole... Campaign going on for the bottom feeders of the NHL currently. I'll get to standings momentarily. And that is the lose for Hughes. And that's uh, teams that are pretty much in the tank and trying to lose to get Jack Hughes in next year's draft, who is expected to be that type of player who's a Connor McDavid, Sidney Crosby, what have you. But here's some... Um, names on Craig Button's list of top draft prospects on TSN. Hughes, the number one on guy. 
Capo Caco from from Finland, listed at number two. Dylan Cozens out of the WHL, Lethbridge. Philip Broberg from Sweden. And Kirby Dock or Datch from Saskatoon. Those are your top five on Craig Button's big board right now. Those will be some names to watch in the draft that's coming up in June. That's something I'm probably going to keep an eye on throughout the season. And we'll get to some new, a little bit of news with uh, my deadbeat Detroit Red Wings. I'll get to something that does relate to them in a later segment. They won. They got one win over uh, the Florida Panthers who are... Hey, Frank, a win is a win. I know, I know. Win is a win. And, but that's their only win of the season. Mm-hmm. But this is what's up. The, this is always something that happened. The game was on Fox Sports Detroit. If a player got a hat trick in a game, you could take a copy of the box score in to pretty much any Arby's in the state of Michigan and get free curly fries. Nice. Oh, wait. The Red Wings apparently don't have anybody who could get a hat trick now. They didn't have anybody last year who got one, and they still haven't gotten one this year. Well, that's the part of the promotion. you got to make it difficult. I mean, if we had the, the Red Wings of old, I mean, they'd be giving curly fries away almost every game. Well, they, ha- they hadn't been doing it for a while, so they said, you know, let's make it easier. So now they've changed it to if the Red Wings score three goals in a game, which that's proving to be a rare commodity... He, then they will get free curly fries. And I, I here's what I'd like to do since I used to work at Arby's way back in the day. Why not make it if a Red Wings player gets a hat trick, you get a free roast beef sandwich. So back in the day, you used to sling the roast beef at Arby's, huh? Uh, I yeah. heard it's fake paste. Uh, nope, that's not true. Really? It's real roast beef? Yes. I had a friend that worked at Arby's, and they said it was it came in paste. That that was just the rumor that I heard. Now uh, it really was sliced in roast beef, and you would cut it. It was yes, fresh with a with a with a slicer. Really? Yes. When did you work? Which Arby's did you work? This at? was in Dundee, Michigan. I worked there from uh, the fall of 2005 to the summer of 2007. Okay, so two solid years you worked there. Now this person recently worked at uh, Arby's, and they said it was pasty. Their euros aren't bad though. Have you had their euros yet? Uh, I think I did. I did at one point when I worked there. Well, they, I, I thought they, they just came out with the Euro. No, they, they had the Euros back in the day when I worked there. Because, I mean, they had that commercial, I want a Euro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, 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 that's something they've had. It's been kind of in and out here and there. Okay, well, I didn't want to pass around false rumors. So, oh, no. just, just look, by the confirmation of Frank Bashner, Arby's actually uses royal roast beef. It's not paste out of a, out of a tube. <laughs> that is correct. Okay, cool. Continue. All right, and now we'll take a look at some of the... Stat leaders in the NHL here on this Saturday, the 27th day of October. Points leader right now. And that hap- Actually, the top two in points do not happen to be from the Toronto Maple Leafs, which I have been the case, I believe, the last time I did my power play. Mm-hmm. It's now two guys from the Colorado Avalanche. Miko okay. Rantanen leading the NHL with 20 points on the season, followed by Nathan McKinnon with 18 I think this is really starting to become the new dynamic duo in the NHL. They, you kind of saw it a little bit towards last season. Now they're really cooking with gas. So I think and Colorado used to be a dumpster fire higher, and now they they but they were a team that had to trust the process somewhat, and their younger guys are really contributing. McKinnon really becoming a star in the league. So is Rantanen. Austin Matthews with 16 points. 
Patrice Bergeron, 16. David Pasternak, 15. Gabriel Landeskog, another Avalanche player with 15. So I'm not saying that the Avalanche are going to be going back to the days of when they had Sackick and Forsberg and those guys playing for them. But, you know, it's nice to see that these guys are playing very well. Sebastian Ajo from the Canes, 15 points. Evgeny Malkin from David the Man of God Harris's Pittsburgh Penguins with 15 points. And then a couple of your Blackhawks, Patrick Kane and Alex DeBrincat, 14 points on the season to round out the top 10. Austin Matthews and David Pasternak leading in goals with 10 each. McKinnon, Landeskog, Kane, 9 each. DeBrincat, Ovechkin, 8. And then Bergeron, Tavares, and Philippe Forsberg, 7 each. Rantanen, and his point total is inflated by his assists. He's got 15. Uh-huh. Evgeny Malkin, 12. Mm-hmm. Sebastian Ajo, Brad Marchand, Nick Backstrom, 11. Morgan Riley, Brent Burns, a couple of defensemen, 10 points, 10 assists each. And then McKinnon, Bergeron, and Carlson, 9 each. Rantanen also leading in plus minus with 14, tied with Landeskog. And also McKinnon, plus 12 on the season. Goaltending leaders. There's right now Roberto Luongo at the top of the list, although he's been, although I believe he's been hurt. Andre Vasilevsky leading in wins with five, tied with UC Saros of the National Predators, who's been playing a lot more with Pecorine, dinged up. Freddie Anderson of the Leafs, five wins. Semyon Varlamov of the Avalanche, four wins. And in shutouts. Keith Kincaid of the Devils and Yaroslav Halak of the Bruins. Two shutouts each. We'll now take a look at the standings here today on this 27th day of October. Or if they let them load up on my computer is almost the end of October. And a couple of surprises. Over in the Metropolitan Division, the Carolina Hurricanes. This was a team I had predicted would be a wildcard team in the playoffs. They are currently sitting in first place in the Metro. 13 points on the season. And 6-3-1 record. David the got Harris's Pittsburgh Penguins. Second place. Although Sidney Crosby had gotten off to a bit of a slow start in goal scoring, but he's finally found the back of the net. And the Columbus Blue Jackets in third. Over in the Atlantic, this is no surprise. The Tampa Bay Lightning still in first place, 15 points. Toronto sitting second, 14 tied with the Boston Bruins. Wildcard teams, the Montreal Canadiens. You're already talking playoffs already? No, no, I'm just looking at the standings. Oh, okay. I like this to say. This is it's if the season after, were to end today. Right after two or three weeks. Yeah, I just like to get, get a look, see what, what would you expect these teams to be here in February, March, April. Who knows? The Montreal Canadiens kind of a, I think, have been a big surprise. They're currently sitting in the first wild card spot with 12 points, tied with the Buffalo Sabres. Mm-hmm. So who knows if they're going to stay there or not. But again, water is going to find its level eventually. <laughs> On the outside looking in, the Washington Capitals, 10 points. They won't be there for long. The New Jersey Devils. Ottawa Senators, not <laughs> apparently not being the dumpster fire that I said they were. Mm-hmm. Nine points. Philadelphia Flyers, eight. Islanders and Panthers and Rangers, seven points. And then my deadbeat Detroit Red Wings sitting in dead last with a grand total of four points, a 1-7-2 record on the season. 
Over in the Western Conference, the Nashville Predators and Colorado Avalanche tied for first in the Central Division, followed by the Winnipeg Jets. Mm-hmm. Winnipeg, as I mentioned last season, they were a team that had to trust the process, and now they've really got going as well. So I expect the, not much shuffling there. In the Pacific Division, San Jose Sharks, Vancouver Canucks, surprisingly in second place in the Pacific. But again, it's kind of a time of transition as they're going from having the Sedin twins running the show there to now Brock Besser, her and Bo Horvat, and Elias Pettersson, and kind of leading the way. So there's some, the winds of change are blowing over in Vancouver. Anaheim Ducks currently holding the fort down in third place with 11 points. Wow, Frank, you actually are going over the standings in late October, I, and the season started early October. I mean, hey, you're dedicated, I but I hope everyone likes the uh, the new studio. If you're looking listen, looking at us on Facebook Live, uh, my personal one, obviously I'll share it on over to after further review, but the new studio was in after a year and a half, basically, yeah. of them saying, we'll be in the new studio, we'll be in the new studio, we're finally in here, and it's, it's nice little digs. you got to yes, get used to stuff right now, and uh, actually... See stuff, you're gonna see the back of my head, but as you can see, we got a nice new wood desk, yeah. a new board is nice. Yep, and uh, you got the Viva La Stool tattoo on your computer. <laughs> yep, and now the rest of the West, right yep. now, your Blackhawks currently sitting in the first wild card spot, 14 points. I can't believe you're seeing the wild card spot in October, but go ahead, at least they're, followed they're by attention. The followed by the Minnesota Wild, 12, and then the rest of the Western Conference. Dallas starts Calgary Flames tied with 10 points. Edmonton and Las and Vegas, 9 points. The Arizona Coyotes, 8 points. They're actually have won more yeah, they actually have more wins than they did at this point. All uh, at this point last year, St. Louis Blues and LA Kings rounded out. The Kings have 5 points for last place, so <laughs> That just shows that the Red Wings are a complete dumpster fire. But I'll have more on them once we get to our next segment. You just, that's good tease, but I just think you kind of have some Red Wings hate. Do you know that a lot of fan bases are happy that the Red Wings are losing? Uh, I know on a national radio show, and I won't point them out, and the person on that show is a New York Islanders fan, so, you know, they've been losing for years. Yeah. But, since you know, they haven't been winning since they won those four cups in a row from, what, in the late 70s, I believe? Or was it 80 to 84? No, you're fit. The, uh, the Islanders, Islanders won right. 80 to 84. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. The Islanders. This yeah. guy's an Islanders fan. They said that, one, they mock that Detroit is hockey town. Two... They said, well, they've been in the playoffs for 20-plus years. They need a couple years of being bad. Good that they're bad. Well, well, I do need to make mention that uh, former Islanders owner... uh, He did pass away. I believe Charles Wang, he passed away, so rest in peace. Right. Okay. Okay. But, and of course, I I think if the Red Wings do continue to struggle, I wouldn't be shocked at any point if Jeff Blaschel does get... The boot. How do you think he's really going to get the boot, though? I mean, Ken Holland. I'm hearing that him and Ken Holland are like boys. So, well, and also I've said that, and they're saying that the Red Wings have got this young talent. You just got to be patient. with Well, it. here's where I'm going to say uh, timeout for a minute, okay? Because the Red Wings, as I, me- I mentioned early in the season, had five guys who made their NHL debut. The only one who is left is. On the team right now is Dennis Chalowski, a defenseman who 
has been playing well, even though I wasn't really thrilled with the way with them drafting him where they did because he wasn't projected to do well, but give him I'll give him credit where it's due. The kid busted his ass when he went back to the dub, mm-hmm. uh, worked on his game. He's gotten bigger and stronger there, and he's really playing very well. I don't think he's a top-pair defenseman, but I think he's definitely a... He's probably a, he fits more as a second pair guy, but again, he's played well. He hasn't gone out there and completely crapped his pants. <laughs> you said crapped his pants. Yeah, but the rest of the guys, I mean, Libor Shulak, he got sent down. Christopher uh-huh. N got sent down. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna have to go through my uh, go through my Twitter to here's a here from a, find a tweet that says. Good. Had Philip Ronick sent down, and Michael Rasmussen has been a healthy scratch. Although I, he cannot be sent down to the HL, he would have to get sent back to the WHL. The WHL, okay. What about West. this? You got a, you got the whistle. You said hold the whistle. So yeah. I, I, so I gave you the whistle. Yeah, well, I like was they just... say, like they say, blow it unless you know it. And that's when, yeah, you, as a official, know. you know, yes, you only I blow know. it if you know it. Yep. So right now with the Red Wings, you're trying to blow the whistle on them, right? Eh, more or less. But then again, I've like I mentioned, and if uh, blow it unless you know it, Frank. If all the reports are true that I've been hearing. Hearing Steve Eiserman is going to end up returning. And is that is that I don't know. I think that's some bait. Well, I think that I think that's some bait right there. That's the real oh, Red not, Wings I'm not believe, I'm not believing it until I I see the until I hear the pen has been put to the paper. That that is a blow it unless you know it. Uh, but I mean, it's, it's, I think I think they're doing that for because let's face it, Red Wings fans they're looking for a hope and a dream. And let, let, you're right, the team they stink. They're not good. So you know, bringing in Iserman. It's great, Stevie Y, great player, but let's not get all into this. If he comes back to Detroit, does that guarantee that the Red Wings will be good, though? I mean, because some people get all, like Magic Johnson with the Lakers, they thought he was going to be a good coach. Oh, so or far, you mean a good GM or No, 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 remember, he was a coach in the mid-90s, oh, okay. and, and that oh, project yeah, failed. <laughs> and then they also thought he was going to be a good talk show host, and that, you know, he didn't blow it unless you know it. And now he's a GM. And time will tell to see if he, him and Rob Polinka can get the Lakers to the, the the golden promised land. Yeah, I mean, and I'm not guaranteeing that if Eiserman comes back to the Red Wings that it's going to mean success immediately because there's still a lot that's got to be done. They, I I mean, I have heard that he would likely clean house. Every pretty much the whole front office would get gutted. I mean, because I mean, I even mentioned on this show that Ken Holland is probably a candidate to go to Seattle for their new team when they get when they end up coming into the league. And is, is it, is it going to be a new team or a relocation? New that, team. Okay, there's they 31 have, teams in the NHL, isn't there? Yes, there would be a new team. As for relocation, I mean, I know I've mentioned something about uh, out Houston. I've heard people say that the Arizona Coyotes will do it just to kind of balance out the divisions. I had mentioned that Calgary was a candidate when they were having a beef with the mm-hmm. city over a new arena, mm-hmm. but I mean, I I'm really, I haven't really heard anything if mm-hmm. Murray Edwards, their owner, is really serious about it. Mm-hmm. So I think that's something only time will tell. Okay. Well, like I said, we'll see. We'll we'll see. But like I said, we go, we'll talk about the Red Wings in the next time. We anything else with the power play? That will pretty much do it. That'll you sure? Yep. Okay. On this Saturday, the 27th day of October, in the year of our Lord 2018. 
right. And actually, this is the actual day that we actually yes. do it, though. Finally. <laughs> finally, yeah, finally is right. So, Frank, once again, thanks so much for the NHL power play. All right. We're going to know what we got to do with this, right? Yep, hit the horn. That's right here on 88.3 WGTs. After further review, we got Frank's power play. You know, you can always, always listen to us as we will do this for you, too. Frank always bringing us the, the good drops and stuff like that. Anyway, what we're going to do is take a quick commercial break. And you got your next segment. You can talk about your, I guess, booty wings. Well, kind of something that... I had that kind of came out in the Detroit news about and that the uh, Red Wings and Tigers had released something about a new venture that could happen. Oh, yeah. you know what we also have to talk about on this show? What? One of your former boys getting rehired in Major League Baseball. <laughs> and a lot of people around baseball are laughing. <laughs> well, I don't blame them. <laughs> okay, we can talk about that too because. And plus, yeah, we may have to do a little baseball, especially after that epic game three. Ended around three thirty. Three thirty in the morning. They, they essentially played two seven games. hours. They played two games. Seven so. hours, epic. And the and the Dodgers won to get the series to two one, which is kind of crazy. We can talk a little bit about that. A little little slide and a little bit of baseball. As uh, look like the Red Sox are about to go three zero. And hold your socks there. I actually, the game started before I went to work, and it ended after I got off of work. That's crazy. Wow. Anyway, we'll uh, take a quick commercial break. You're listening to 88.3 WGTs. After further review, make sure you check us out on SoundCloud and on iTunes. If you give us a five rating, actually, let me look that up. Did, did Has anyone been giving us a five rating on our podcast? Because if you do, we get we get more listeners, basically. Did you know that? Uh, no, I did not, but I'll have to make sure to do that. Yeah, if, you give a, if you give us a five rating, it's like, you know, man, that... that 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 show is top notch. And actually, have you been listening to the podcast a lot? Uh, yeah, I do. I did because I know to, we got like fifty something on a lot of podcasts. I listen. Well, I listened to the your interview with McCumber the other day. Yeah, but there's been some. I guess maybe I can look it up on SoundCloud here, um, where no, not enough. We don't have enough ratings yet. So, and actually, we've got. What's cool about what we got is we're from 2016 to 2018. You can listen to every episode. You know, there's some podcasts where you can't do that. Um, you know, how their hosting site goes. Uh, uh, oh, you mean, oh, SoundCloud. Race. I was doing it on the uh, Apple podcast. Apple pod, but right. But on certain hosts, you know, they can they, wherever their subscription is, uh, you can't listen to older shows. They'll drop them because they don't have enough sp- uh, space to, to put all the shows on there. But we do. So you can listen to every show from basically 2016, basically that we've loaded up there, and uh, you can see the growth and maturity of Frank Bashner from him screaming and yelling in the mic and spitting in it to now a little bit much calmer. Also, we need to talk about the Little Brother Bowl. Got to talk a little bit about that one. There was a lot of stuff going on with that one. It just, just everyone is. Well, for me, it's probably. I got a few questions for you on that one because I was listening to, to a local show. And there was some questions coming up. I, I'll tell you. We'll, we'll get to that segment too. So we got you're talking about the Red Wings next. Uh, yeah, new venture with Illich Holdings, and then also I got some high school football scores. High school football. Last week for Ohio. This week, but the first week of the playoffs. Playoffs. Or the state of Michigan. Michigan. The state in the mitten. 
Yep, that's right. Anyway, we listen to 88.3 WGDs. After the review, we'll be back after this.